There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. 46% of Americans expect to leave behind financial obligations when they pass away. So it's crucial to make sure your family is financially protected. Policy Genius helps you find the right life insurance coverage by comparing options from America's top insurers with help from licensed, award-winning agents. Secure your financial future with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com to get free life insurance quotes in just a few clicks. That's policygenius.com. Hey, this is Tyler Jones, and you're listening to another Big Buck Breakdown from the Element Podcast. What's happening, all my woods people? I'm chilling in the truck again, but I'm by myself this time around. But I have a good friend on the phone, and you all know him well. Casey, what's happening, dude? I am chilling in the truck as well, dude, but I am down here where it is much warmer than where you are. <laughs> well, it has ex- it has warmed up extremely since this morning. Actually, 30 really? degrees. Golly, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah, so it was 18 this morning. It's 47 right now. Um, I'm up in the land of Kansas. and um, Anyway, I got some good news. We've been talking about it a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, you'll just have to listen to the story, uh, I guess, Thursday or Friday whenever our podcast comes out later this week. So uh, I won't give any more details right now, but I went on a solo flying trip up here and uh, – and got here yesterday, and um, it was a good hunting day, I would say. That's so, good. That's good. Well, yeah. yeah, I'll reveal one more thing. The good news is deer-related. It's not some type of tease. Like, yeah. oh, it's actually nothing to do with deer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I shot a pheasant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, dude, I'm pumped. Yeah, if you've been following the Instagram story, you probably have a little bit better idea of what I'm talking about. Um and if you are checking in on this too late, it's going to be gone. So sorry, you'll have to listen. But uh, we have a guy on the phone today that has had some success. Again, another Big Buck Breakdown. And he's a friend of ours. Uh, been on the podcast a couple times. And um, is this his second Big Buck Breakdown? Uh, well, I, technically second and third, I suppose. Right. So second and third at the same time. 
you're going to be hearing from Lucas Psycho, the man. He's a public hunting fool, man. Uh, yeah. He laid down some, some good bucks this year, and he's going to tell us a story about both of them. Um, man, it's he's just he's uh, addicting to listen to on the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, dude. He's a he's a real character. You know, right. he we talk about some guys on the show who are kind of formal, but it, they are really good at conveying points and stuff. And not that Lucas isn't good at conveying his point, but that dude is just raw as it gets. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. I enjoyed the story that um, we got to hear. We actually uh, interviewed him last time we were in Kansas, so it was uh, really we've, yeah. We've we've had this uh, this interview you know recorded for a while but we're just now getting around to it we've had so many of our friends shoot big bucks this year yeah so anyway um if you are kind of like yearning for some content at this point in the late season there is a couple of plcs we've been posting from texas lately um you had a pretty good encounter we've talked about it a few times uh there's been some kind of up and down we found teenager if you listen to the podcast um but i've i put out the plc from the day that that happened uh there's a couple things like that going on and once i blast through these last couple of plcs and our encounters that have been happening in texas we're straight into kansas uh from our late november trip on the youtube channel and i mean it's it was crazy then too just like it was in the early rut so make sure you guys are uh, subscribed on youtube and you can uh, see everything that we're releasing and uh, at that point you can kind of just uh, sort through what you would rather see and what you wouldn't so yeah anyway um what's new with you man are you you uh yearning for deer hunting yet <laughs> uh yeah and um i guess nobody really knows this but i had my vehicle lay down on me completely uh this past week which is a big part of the reason why i'm not with tyler right now it bedded down so, yeah, it bedded down, yeah. and I couldn't find it. So, well, no, but it, it broke down, and I had, had it all off. It's a big fix, like a really big fix, and it's going to jeopardize the rest of my hunting season. Um, I'm not saying I'm done hunting, but all my hunting might be real local, yeah. which is really, really stinky having a Kansas tag in my pocket saying that. But I've got my eyes set on some dates later in the month, and I'm going to try to make it happen if if uh, the Lord willing and the creek don't rise. There are a couple <laughs> rivers between here and there, too. So uh, <laughs> we're going to make do our best to make it happen, man. And uh, I've, I've decided, uh, I think maybe a Friday night, Friday night Lights, there ain't no curses is what uh, Billy Bob Thornton says. Um, <laughs> that's the way it is, dude. It's just there's a set of events that happen to you. There's no such thing as bad luck or good luck or whatever. It's just events that you are given, and you have to determine whether you're going to learn from them or suffer from them. Yeah, you know? right. and I'm going to learn from it. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, you know, speaking of the good Lord, He doesn't promise that there's not any suffering. So that's right, man. You know but I mean? you're supposed to take actually, you're supposed to take joy in your suffering. That's right. That's right, yeah. man. So according uh, to Paul, <laughs> that's right. That's good, man. And yeah. you're a joyful guy. You're a great example of that, man. I'll I'll say that. Well, thanks. You're the eternal optimist that we talked about a few weeks ago. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep, yep. So, anyway, um, I got to go in here and cancel my hotel room for the night. And so, uh, so uh, I think it's a good point to get Lucas back on the phone and uh, let you guys hear this interview. What do you think? Sounds like a party. All right. So, now on the phone, we have our public land brother, Lucas Psycho. What's happening, dude? 
Oh, just processing some deer meat, you know. Ooh, that's a happy day. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right? Yeah, Yeah. got got the old numb hands going, you know, and you can't feel your fingers and you're cutting up all that cold meat. But it's one of those things that's it's all part of the process. I enjoy it too. Sure, yeah, dude. My my hands uh, were cold and had no feeling in them this morning because (laughs) I took my set down about 8.30 and moved it. Uh, It took me like 45 minutes uh, to move like 20 yards, so... It was mainly out of anger because I think I got winded this morning. So, yeah, I, was, I, was, I know that feeling. Yeah, I was not feeling it this morning. But uh, hmm. anyway, dude, uh, there are two bucks that apparently didn't wind you, and uh, you have a couple of cool stories to to tell. Both of these are public land bucks, and both of them are just like heavy toads, man. What's the story? Yeah, on yeah. <clears throat> so. It's been, uh, I don't know, somewhere around seven or eight years now since I actually drew a rifle tag in North Dakota. It's, this this unit is a pretty tough one to draw, even for a resident. Um, it's a pretty uh, heavily sought-out tag. So finally drew one, and miraculously, my dad drew one the same year. And, and, and you know, the last time we had tags, we both had tags the same year. So it was kind of weird. It just happened to both get lucky at the same same year. So yeah. So we had a we had a couple of really big bucks we've been after this year, and I, I hunted the majority of the first week or so really hard for for the one that I was actually trying to kill with my bow for uh, all through September, October, and then into November there, and I uh, just couldn't seem to catch up with this deer. Just we didn't you know I'm hunting a heavily pub, public public uh, public hunted area and. There's just a pile of guys. I don't know if I've ever hunted one spot with with more people actually diving in it at the same time. It's been quite the learning curve. Golly. Like just as in, well, I've I've hunted a lot of heavily public, you know, heavily hunted areas, but as far as just sticking to that one area, because I had I had this one deer on my mind for the whole season, and I pretty much set out to kill that deer yeah. with my bow with my bow and just having a hell, a hell of a tough time trying to kill them. And there's a whole lot of guys hunting with the wrong winds. And, you know, I'm fighting every, every aspect of, of, uh, the whole, the whole thing with all the public land with people walking in here, walking out there, using the wrong winds, you know, doing all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then he's already an old deer half nocturnal pretty much for the most part, especially just looking at all my cameras and pictures I was getting of him. So I wasn't even too sure I was even kill this deer with a rifle going into it which is pretty nuts but so i gave her hell for a week couldn't couldn't get on him and uh i got up one morning it was on uh, november 11th is when i killed my rifle deer so november 11th <clears throat> rolls around in the back of my mind i keep thinking of this deer i uh i took my buddy it was a day before or or two before rifle season started my buddy came up from minnesota and he comes up every year to bow hunt and i i ran with him out out, out to a piece where we killed his deer last year with with him uh, on the ground with the bow uh-huh. and we went out there and uh we're sneaking around we're just on the ground we're not we're not going to tree stands or anything i'm just pretty much running and gunning on the ground trying to sneak up on something and catch something moving and that time of the year and we're, we barely get to where we want to set up and we see some deer moving. And so we figure we got to kind of set up short. We're not going to make it to where we really want to go. So we set up really quick and we're just hanging out on the ground. I'm basically like perched up in the crotch of a tree, just, you know, a couple feet off the ground. So I could see a little further than him. 
and uh this buck comes running by and it's just kind of like a blur i was filming some does and he just blurred through my screen and my camera and i'm like what the hell is that going on and i look up and here's here's the big eight running by and i'm like where's he going right now like <laughs> he looks like he had a, he was on a mission to go somewhere or he was running from something and i look at them does and then they look they turn their heads and they look back back to our west and i'm like what's going on here and what's chasing this deer and then here's the buck that i shot with my rifle he comes running runs right by us and my buddy couldn't get a shot at him he circles us um he hit about 15 scrapes in about 10 minute period he was just going all over you know he, he just ran that buck off so now he's posturing around he's trying to let everybody know this is my area let's stay <laughs> the hell out of here and just one of the coolest hunts you've ever been on and and so he starts angling kind of down to our southeast and the wind's coming out of the northwest and i told my buddy i'm like dude we got to move he, he's he's 80 85 yards out and he's kind of angling to the southeast and if he keeps going he's going to get our wind and i said and then our hunt's over so i said we got to move we got to move we got to stay with him we got to parallel him so our wind stays ahead of his nose and he's like what the hell you know he's never done stuff like this before so he's just <laughs> trying he's just he don't question me anymore he just goes with it you know and so yeah, he kind of yeah. gives me that look of like are we really moving right now They're like yep let's go so we move and we get to the edge of the timber line and that's where he stopped because when we walked in i walked past we walked past these scrapes and i'm like there's a there's a big deer running around in here hitting all these because there's a big track in them and i mean there's big rubs all around in the area and i was like there's a big deer in here you know we're gonna get on some and so in the back of my mind I, I remember those scrapes and he was angling that way i'm like he's gonna go hit those scrapes and he's gonna work his way back towards these does that was my game plan right mm-hmm. and so we get ahead of him and our wind's now blowing out across the open grass outside of this timber. So if he stops in that timber, our wind's going to be good. And sure enough, you know, if he was going to walk out of the timber, he should have walked out. We got to the edge of that timber and we're only about 80 yards from him. It was, it was thick enough and it was kind of damp ground from, from some snow uh, just recently fell. So it was quiet. So we got snuck out, out there and he, he never popped out the timber. So we're waiting about 10, 15 minutes, here he comes, right straight to right to us. And he kind of comes in at an angle, and I'm telling my buddy, like, you're going to get a shot at this deer. And he's, you know, that giant eight, the, the one I shot with my rifle. So, I mean, he's getting a little nervous, obviously. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm always, I'm always, my breathing, I don't care if I'm filming or watching or what, it doesn't matter. I get, I get just as jacked when I'm not even shooting one. Oh, yeah. And so I'm getting all worked up, and I'm like, he's coming, man, he's coming. And, my, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, He's like, I don't know where I'm going to get my shot. And I'm like, just all you got, just make sure you draw. Cause when you're on the ground, drawing is everything. Your timing, everything is, it's like the hardest thing you can do. You know, when you're hunting on the ground with no blind or anything, it's all about timing with getting that draw, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what a lot of people screw up. And I pretty much kind of help everybody. If I'm with them, and they haven't done it like that. I'll, I'll kind of just like draw, 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 you know, like I know where the moment is. And so he's coming in and he, I tell him draw, draws. Deer, deer turns he's about 28 yards 38 30 yards we mac at him he shoots his arrow deflects off of a branch about five feet before the deer deer goes running off and we see the arrow break like it just you could see it break and it fell to the ground there and it never hit him uh. and if we go up we can't find the broadhead or anything and we're looking around can't find where the other half of the other like four inches of the arrow so we're like, well, there's no blood in the tracks or nothing. You know, it didn't hit him or nothing. And 
we get back to the house and fun, you know, there's a little side, I'm telling this because there's a side story to it. It's kind of weird yeah. how it all adds up. But so he runs off, my buddy's all sick and I, I'm, I'm just pumped because I'm just, <laughs> we just had that <laughs> giant right there, you know, on the yeah. ground, the public ground. And so he's all bummed out. He's still got about four or five days. So I let him just go after that buck. You know, I'm like, I won't go out there. Rifle season opens as like, as bad as I just want to go kill that deer. I'm not going to let you, I'll let you go after him. You got four or five days left to hang out here. You go after him with your bow. I'll keep, I'll keep at, at this deer. I've been after all year in another area. <clears throat> so it comes time. He doesn't kill that deer. He doesn't even see him again out there. And I'm having a rough go over in this other area, chasing the, the big one I've been after. I get up one morning and I'm heading actually after the deer I've been after all year. And I get to a, you know, it's basically like a Y in the road. Either I can go where my buddy missed this giant or I can go after the one I've been after all year. And I got kind of to the Y in that road. And I didn't even, it just, I just turned. (laughs) 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 My body, I just, I don't know, something just said, just turn, man. (laughs) So he turned and I go and make the mile and a half walk out to that stuff and, and uh, climbed up in a tree stand. I gave my buddy uh, the day after he missed. I gave him a tree stand, and some sticks, because he's like, I just feel like I should get up in the air. And I'm like, Well, here you go, go, go after him, you know. I was like, I told him where he should hang it, just based off of where I would want it if I do go out there with a rifle, and and it's going to be in a great spot for Bo too. So he's like, Yeah, that's kind of where I want to be, anyways. And I was like, All right, we'll hang it right there. And so he had already had it pre-hung, and I I get out there and. Uh, first light that big eight that he ran off a week ago right past us he's he's chasing those all over hell and i let him go and it's getting i don't know probably 35 40 minutes after good shooting light and now i just got this one of those really good snowfalls where it's just everything's peaceful and quiet and it's just the lightest snowfall and it's like one of those best settings you could be out there in the woods Mm -hmm. and i'm just sitting there thinking to myself i'm like you know what like I just had one of those moments where it's like, dang it, I'm lucky. Like just to be able to be out here doing this right now, you know, and on public ground and I'm chasing this giant buck that, you know, we just had an encounter with. I'm just having one of those moments, you know, and pretty quick I look over to my left and I see this I see this big deer just round the corner about mm. two hundred yards out. Oh. And I'm like, Oh God, I think that's him and I look up, there he is, he's right there. So he comes around and I'm scrambling to get out my camera equipment going and everything lined up and trying to get get a good rest on the tree is i don't know it's filming is you guys know what it's like it's yeah. it's like you get such a panic sometimes when, especially when you know like ah oh, if he keeps going you know I, i'm not gonna have a shot so i tried to stay as calm as possible but you know it, it you can only do so much yeah and so but the cool thing is to have the gopro going on the on uh the back side of 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 me so you get to see all that i'm doing and moving around and trying to like find the area to to get a rest on this tree and get a good shot you know because he's about 200 yards out mm-hmm. and i'm like all right i don't want to have any sketchy you know rush the shot and just shoot at him and so i'm on the back side of the tree and around the front side of the tree and uh finally i'm like oh here we go here we go i found my spot got my hand on a branch and kind of got it rested across my thumb the gun and got a good solid rest and I let one fly and he drops in his tracks and, oh. and the whole deal. And, and for a while there, I, I was thinking he ran off because I didn't see the doe that was actually out in front of him. She was, she was in some taller grass and some, and the, I just seen the tail freaking going, yeah. Yeah. you know? 
So I'm I'm going, oh God, I think I don't know, I, I think you dropped, but then what is that deer? And I, I looked up and I and she actually went around some brush and I couldn't see her. And then she got out way further and then she kind of came back in the frame and I was able to see that it was her. <laughs> and so I'm in I'm in just like, you know, the whole celebratory, just kind of like, holy smokes, I can't believe that happened. And and uh just kind of sitting there figuring out like you know, where I, where I hit him, if he's down, if he's, if I should get out there and go try to put another bullet in him or, or what, you know, it's all those things rushing through your head. And I look up and I'm like, Oh, there's another buck out there now. <laughs> and I'm like, is there a bucket to come gore my deer here? Oh, wow. on, you know? and, and I, so I get my binos up and it's him. Dude, he, he took a shot. Like I aim center mass on a deer with rifle just cause then like right in the shoulder base of the neck like center mass because uh-huh. he's slightly quartering to me i'm like i just want to knock this deer down you know this is right. as fast as possible I, i've had some bad luck with people shooting a deer with rifle and behind the shoulder and yeah that's one of the better spots to not lose any meat i get that point but man i've i've, I've seen some people lose some deer because there's just little tiny bullet holes mm-hmm. you know usually they take off running the blood trails are you know can be kind of sketchy and so I just put center mass. Well, I, I hit just to the right of where I was aiming, basically right up, just right up in the base of the neck. I don't know how the hell he was even up on, up and moving. Cause I hit him with the 270, and you know, that, that's a hell of a good deer, deer gun to knock these things down. And yeah. that'll be end of story, you know? And so he's up and I thought it was a deer just kind of feeding around. And when I noticed it was him, I didn't really see any blood at the moment, really, you know, in the moment. And so I'm like, what did I do? Shoot his antler? What the hell happened? He's knocking out. Cause it, it almost looked like he was just up feeding around again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of in a panic, like what the hell did I just do? You know? And so that, that whole thing, watching that unfold is quite comical just cause for myself, cause I'm like, geez, look what a wreck I am. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and so I put another bullet in him. He goes down and, you know, I, I sent one right through, right through the goods there, the lungs and everything on that one and knocked him down. And so that was it. And I can actually see him laying there and he's done, you know? <clears throat> so, and, uh, mm. my buddy, my buddy and my dad came out and we got him drug out of there and, uh, getting him skinned. So back to where my buddy missed him with their arrow. So I'm skinning that deer out and I got about, I don't know, down to about right behind the shoulder, about fourth rib down. And I hit something metal with my knife like i'm like what the hell was that and i it's my brother it's my buddy's arrow actually broke off the branch and that piece kept going and it slipped into his rib cage just on the outside of his rib outside of his ribs in between his skin and his ribs like a sliver wow just kind of like yeah it was like three inches of it just like it hit and kind of like probably ricocheted a little bit and then it went in like a sliver like as if you have a sliver in your finger it was it was was, it was wild my my buddy because i had actually joked about it to my buddy i'm like man what if you hit him what if that thing what if that piece of your arrow somehow made it in (laughs) and it killed him and he's dead out there he's like dude you know he's like you're you're freaking me out now you're freaking me out now and i'm like it could be it could be man i was like i know there wasn't any blood when we were out there but you know i kept thinking that maybe it's in him or something and sure enough the damn thing just slipped right underneath his underneath his hide and it was just crazy as hell man i I called my buddy right when i did it and i'm like you won't even believe it man and i told him and he was just wow that's crazy man that's crazy yeah yeah it was freaking nuts what about the other one so the other one 
um, was on the 17th. So six days later. And, uh, I've been saving a one little pocket for just the perfect situation. It's I've, I've basically kind of been putting pressure all around in different areas and, uh, kind of almost setting this hunt up the one I, I actually killed, killed this deer on. And it wasn't the one I was after. I'm not, I'm going to tell you right now. It huh. wasn't huh. oddly enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's quite the consolation prize. Uh, <laughs> Just too many big deer running around out there, man. Golly. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty, pretty damn lucky. I mean, but um, so I've been just playing this, setting it up, so I can go hunt this spot. And I, I figured with all the pressure from all these other people, and then I kind of just systematically put pressure in these other areas and trying to get away from the people. And I just knew that if I was kind of pressuring everything into this one spot. I was like, I'm going to have one killer hunt if I just wait for the perfect time. Mm-hmm. And I, the perfect morning rose, I snuck out there. And, well, no, it was the afternoon. The afternoon I snuck out there and uh, I got out there about one o'clock by two, two thirty, And I'm just sitting on the ground and, uh, by two, two thirty, the first buck comes by. And for the next two and a half hours or so, there was four, Four more three and a half and four and a half year old bucks came by. Oh my goodness. Really wow. nice bucks. I mean, they were yeah. just well, crazy thing was was none of them even appeared to be doing any rutting whatsoever. Really? And I didn't see I didn't see any any other, you know, no does running through and they were trailing them. I didn't, you know, it was nothing. It was just like it seemed odd to me. And it's still right now kind of weirds me out. And like, what were all these bucks doing, you know, in, in this one travel corridor and they were heading complete they were heading away from the egg fields and the timber it was it was a weird situation and and so those four bucks come by and then pretty quick i'm i look up and it's the deer i've been looking for and trying to kill all freaking season it was just one of those things i've just been like give me one shot give me one shot i've been just asking the universe you know <laughs> sitting there just give me one shot because they're not and at the end of october i had him at 20 yards oh, 15 no. yards and 20 yards at the end of october i think it was like the 26th early in the morning i looked at my phone when i heard him coming and i was just checking the time and i'm like gosh it's still 10 minutes before shooting light and you know or legal shooting light and well he kind of comes in and he takes his time and when i realized it was him he was making a scrape and he makes a scrape and then he comes around and I'm look, I looked at my phone one more time. I was like four minutes to go. And I'm like, you know, when we're filming, you, you can't screw around, you know, everybody's going to be looking at it and mm-hmm. you can't really do anything. Even if it's, you know, it's a little bit sketchy, you know, let alone, cause this is a big deer. I was after he's going to go 170, 180. And I was like, this is going to be a big deal. And yeah. I just, it didn't feel right. He comes around and I show people the footage, and I mean, almost everybody are like, "You are a moron, dude!" <laughs> I was, shot that thing in a heartbeat, and I'm like, "Yeah, on camera and everything." And they're like, oh, "I don't know, probably." <laughs> <laughs> like, you had to been right there. They're telling me, I'm like, "Yeah, but you gotta think, you gotta think about it." I'm I'm up in the tree. I got my bow. I'm looking at my pin, and and I know I could have killed the deer. I know no problem. I could see enough, but. At the same time, I'm thinking there was four minutes and I'm kind of trying to time it in my head a little bit, but just in the time of just hesitating and not knowing and just wanted to make sure everything was good and legit, he kind of turns and then walks away. Yeah. Mm. And and, that was about heartbreak over. I can't even tell you how sick I was about it, but man, I imagine. uh, Oh yeah. So now all that comes in, you know, and 
so after all that chasing them all year i mean i put some time in too man i don't know if i've hunted that hard for one deer ever and uh so all that kind of you know culminates you know i look up and here's that deer and i'm just like oh my god it's freaking it is perfect light he's coming right through as like just how i you could have pictured it right just how you wanted it 25 mm-hmm. yards he's gonna come through i'm gonna stick him he comes through draw back comes across and goes right out the end of this tree that was i was sitting next to it was a fallen tree comes around the end of it 25 yards and i'm in kill mode i'm like this, this deer's toast like this is money i shoot arrow goes right over his back oh no and i'm like no way did i just do that i mean there was some curse words going I was just <laughs> full emotions at that point you know yeah and little did i know at that time you know when when i shot at him i didn't i didn't know i deflected off of a limb yeah. and you can see it you can see it clear as day in the in the footage yeah you can see it it's it's sailing home man it's gonna crush him and then it just hits this limb and rises up about six and a half seven inches Ugh. just angles upwards right over his back and he and he kind of dropped three inches before my arrow hit too so with all that combined just i mean i was like i don't know a quarter width you know yeah a quarter width above him you know mm. and so he runs off i'm pretty much you know thinking about quitting hunting and all that <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like wow wow you know I, I was just so mad at myself man i was like you wanted that one shot dude one shot and you screwed it up just felt sick felt dumb just you know pretty much pouting you yeah. know i'm not just pouting there feeling sorry for myself and mad and uh i i hear about 15 20 minutes later i hear hear something moving coming from where he ran off and i'm like the hell's that's a deer it's definitely a deer walking and uh so i get my bow ready and everything and and i look up and I'm, I'm thinking this is not him because he went running off snorting and all that. And I'm just like, there's no way it's him. But, yeah, you know, yeah. in the back of your mind, you're thinking maybe it is. And I look up and I just see big buck. Like, that's another big deer. And I'm thinking, you know, I just got my one shot at the deer I've been wanting, you know. Mm-hmm. And hunting, I'm running out of time to hunt anyways the rest of this year. And I'm like, all right, meant to be. You know, made his mind up. <laughs> yeah. Like meant to be. And this is before I seen all the junk on him. You yeah. know, I just seen a straight angle shot. And, you know, he's looking towards me and he puts his head down and turns and comes towards me. And and uh, he actually gets to the point of that tree where, he, where they come around it that I was sitting up, sitting by. And the damn thing stops. And he kind of starts peering in towards me like he's seen something. And I'm like, I didn't move. I didn't move, dude. You didn't see anything. <laughs> and he keeps looking around and then he turns his head and I see that flyer off his G2. And like, oh, I know this deer. Well, I'm like, definitely shooting this thing. This is an old buck. This is this thing's going down. He steps out and I shoot him. He runs off. And it was one of those things where, you, you know, you shoot a deer and you're like, ooh, I smoked him. And then you're like, did I smoke him? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I ended up, I ended up hitting about, I don't know, probably the fifth rib, sixth rib back. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was back, but yeah. it was quartering. So, so I mean, the other side, it, the, when he turned and ran off, 
And I got one good look at him as he disappeared through the thick stuff. There was, I shot a rage hypodermic and you know, one thing about shooting those one positive deal is you're going to get them big holes. Right. Yeah. And, and that's just what flies good out of my bow. I get that question all the time too, is what do you, why do you shoot those? This and that just cause like, they fly freaking awesome. And you know, if you hit something a little bit back, you know, that, that, uh, them holes are just going to help you. you yeah. Know? That's what I'll shoot. I love them, man. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, he runs off and, I went out there to look for blood and my own, my, my arrows, it's got some blood on it, but I could smell gut and I'm, you know, so then I'm just like, at that point, I just missed the, the buck I've been after probably the biggest buck I was ever going to kill in North Dakota. <laughs> and now I, now I maybe didn't even put a great shot on this deer. So I'm really just bummed out, <laughs> mm, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, uh, the next morning I, I, cause I backed out. I'm like, I'm not going to chase this deer all over hell. You know, I just don't feel good about it. So back out, my, um, I'm looking at the footage from, from missing, from missing that first deer before I go track this deer the next morning. I wanted to wait till about nine, 10 o'clock in the morning, just so I didn't go running in there and screw up a bunch of guys bow hunting and all that stuff. Yeah. And right hunting. So I wait for later in the morning to go in and I'm looking at that stuff and I finally see that my arrow deflects off, off of a limb. Now I still miss the deer, but. That that made me feel a little bit better yeah, about myself. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I did I didn't really I didn't <laughs> shank it. Okay. But still I, I should have seen that limb and not hit the limb, but just one of those things that happened and yeah. That's the way it goes in bow hunting, right? Right. But yeah, yeah, so we go out and then we tracked that deer about twenty, twenty five beds. It was crazy how many beds he 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 did and you know, and got lucky the coyotes never found him and recovered him and cutting him up today man, man yeah. that's awesome that's awesome man congrats on that yeah thanks man thanks so yeah, it was uh one of those things how do you how do you become the friend that lucas psycho <laughs> lets shoot at a deer before he does <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's, he he's been coming up paddle fishing and stuff for a lot of years now and and uh you know just he, he he doesn't have a whole lot of good hunting opportunity in in, in Minnesota, right where he lives. Yeah, and uh, he just he'd been coming up paddle fishing, and one year he's just like, "Man, maybe I should come up and do some deer hunting up here or something." And I'm like, "Dude, you should like get <laughs> get on it. Like, come yeah. up here and hunt." And he's come up for three years, and he would have shot an absolute giant oh, <laughs> for, that, for that limb, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told him, I said, I said, I said. Uh, when, when I found that arrow at Broadhead in there, I said, well, hey, man, you, you know, you kind of got an assist on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, like, I, just, I just finished it for you. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, but that wasn't fatal. I was like, hey, you really might have died from infection. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, yeah. That's cool, man. That's that's awesome story. A couple of stories. And, and uh you know, I might have to come up and do some paddle fishing with you sometime <laughs> soon because I actually, <laughs> like, uh, no no deer involved at all. I would love to catch a big old paddle fish, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys, it's the uh, first week of May if you ever want to come up, man. Oh, it's, heck yeah. It's, it's wild. It's wild. That would be awesome, dude, for sure. Well, congrats oh, yeah. on those two deer, man, and I'm sure we'll be keeping in touch throughout the rest of the season, man. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I had to cut out a lot of the stuff in the stories, you know, but um like i said i'll i'm gonna be sharing a lot of this stuff online so yeah dude you see all the all the ins and outs of everything so sounds good well we'll be talking to you soon dude all right appreciate it guys yeah. see you brother see you dude yep see ya man it's like he's a good storyteller you know what i mean like 
I just feel like that that story could have gone on a lot longer if we'd had more time and we didn't have to go uh, hunt deer. You know what I mean? At the yeah, time. no kidding. But that's, that's the, the nature of the beast this time of year, dude. We're all flying around trying to get it done, and uh, Lucas definitely understands that. He's that kind of guy, too. But, yeah. uh, anyways, um, so here's a little detail for you fellas and for you fillets or how, whatever the girl version of that slang dude, is. I like um, that. Fillets. I like that a dude, lot. Fillets. See, that's our new word. Um, <laughs> it's like a fillets kind of, right? That's how it's spelled <laughs> <Yeah>. at least. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyways, so if you are interested in figuring out how to find all these cool places that we go hunt, not our exact places by any means, but just right. places that are public land or even private land, ways to get landowner names. You need an Onyx membership. And we just so happen to have given away four of those this past week on the podcast. But you have to go tune in to this previous week's podcast, which I think is episode 96. Is that right, Tyler? I thought it was or seven. 97. It's, yeah. Uh, so go listen. It's called Oh Perfect Tree, Oh Perfect Tree. That's right. Oh Perfect Tree. Go listen to Oh Perfect Tree. And uh, here's some takes on our ideas for hanging hunts or permanent sand locations and trees and how to pick those trees. And then also listen for your name because get this, we gave away OnX memberships to four random folks from our Instagram following. So if you're not following us on Instagram, you need to be because we're going to give away stuff like that from time to time just to random fans because we appreciate all of you. So go listen, see if one of your names was one of the names we called We've already had some claims, yep. but there's still some claims out there to be had. So go listen in. That's right. That's right. Uh, man, we've got to figure out how to get our crossover from our podcast to our Instagram to, to be a little more accurate. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it, dude. Yep. So anyway, um, until later this week, you guys are being super teased right now. And uh, <laughs> you don't get to hear the story yet, but... Uh, it will, I don't it will even come. get to hear the story yet. I've only heard hey, parts of it. That's right. That's right. You've only heard a couple of parts. I try to keep you out of the loop, and except for the like parts that I need some expertise or some help in, you know. So yeah. Anyway, expertise. That's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> All advice, right. Advice from the eternal optimist, huh? That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. At least yep. you can learn to be optimistic from from Casey. <laughs> well that's a good place to wrap it up i think um guys i hope you're getting out and still enjoying the outdoors man it's a beautiful day it was very cold this morning but we've had some great days lately um when it's not raining and uh man i'm just thankful to be alive man i thought that this morning uh when i got up and and you know was decently rested and and uh was seeing the sunrise super clear bluebird day it's just beautiful time to be out there and uh remember this is your element Living it. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. 
You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com. It is where the adventure begins. 